Welcome to What Do You Need to Know About God in Today's World. Today, I want to discuss what you need to know about God and the war on Donald Trump. Our country is changing dramatically, and we're rapidly moving in the direction of moral decay and decline. We're losing our status as a superpower, and where we were once a country that honored God, we no longer represent nor cherish our Judeo-Christian heritage as seen in the war on traditional religious values and the war against our God-given inalienable rights and freedoms. A new value system is attempting to arise where many berate and despise our founders and our traditions, even attempting to extricate God out of our institutions and culture and replace him with man-made ideologies. We have removed long-held cultural norms and religious traditions, making them controversial while instituting contrary norms. For example, the phrase Merry Christmas has become controversial. So has the idea of traditional marriage between man and woman and the binary code of male and female gender. Furthermore, we have replaced tolerance as taught by Christian ideals where you tolerate dissension and differences with intolerance where you don't. And those who oppose this new cultural phenomenon are silenced, censored, and coerced into adopting its tenets or risk being targeted and canceled by its proponents. Because rather than debate our issues and compete with ideas, their rule now is target your opponents with hominems, verbal and physical attacks, and with destroying their livelihood. And so it goes nowadays as we are on this slippery slope spiraling downward away from our Christian roots. I call it a slippery slope because once the door has been opened to this cultural agenda change, the rate and extent of change is unending because those who promote it are never satisfied and keep pushing their agenda to achieve every successive step. That's how we start out with gay rights and end up with rights of pedophilia, which is currently being pushed. Please understand that God loves every person and allows us to choose our lifestyle, but having a dissenting opinion doesn't equate to hate. For Christ commands us to love all men, and we can love you as a person and not accept your ideas. Thus, within the realm of reason and what's lawful, we are to tolerate behaviors and ideas contrary to what we believe, and no one has a right to coerce others to accept, endorse, or validate their lifestyle choice, which is what is happening today. But these radical changes in our traditional values and cultural norms puts us on a collision course with God. The disturbing thing is that most of what is occurring in our culture is a result of policies of our government, which contributes to the moral decay of our country. That's just the tip of the iceberg, because in addition to all of that, the lawlessness and crime on our streets, the fentanyl and drug overdosing of our youth, sexualization of our children, the human trafficking on our borders, etc., is all occurring because of our government's policies, especially the policies of the Democratic left. And as anyone examines what's going on in Washington, D.C., we have to conclude that something is awry, for our current system is far from what it started out as, and it is not working for the country nor the people, nor has it worked in decades. Instead, many in our political class have put themselves in their ideology above the people, as they appear to have engaged in wholesale political corruption in our government for years. On both sides, they make lucrative trade deals for themselves, all while impoverishing the people and the country. They criminally open our borders, flooding the country with unprecedented numbers of illegals, destabilizing and endangering the lives of border town people 
and lifestyles of Americans. They ship our jobs overseas, close our energy pipelines, and sell farmland to China, completely diminishing America's role as a superpower. They enter politics with moderate incomes, and many come out wealthy. They're in bed with big pharma, big tech, big media, big defense companies, big corporations, etc., which are all used as channels to funnel money and positions to and between themselves. Most egregious, they genuflect and submit to leftist Marxist globalists like WHO, WHO, IMF, the UN, the World Economic Forum, all whose climate change, social justice, and diversity agenda is to create a utopian one-world governance as they erode American morality, sovereignty, and wealth. Yet our corrupt politicians gleefully embrace and implement these policies, knowing full well that countries like China will not comply. And while they have shown no allegiance to American exceptionalism and traditional values, they have embraced and endorsed these globalists and their Great Reset program, where they rule over the masses, coercing us with mandates of accepting deviant sexual practices, eating bugs, wearing masks, getting vaccines, driving electric cars, having environmental and social credit scores, using digital currency, enabling them to control all of your money, controlling your language, destroying a nuclear family, removing parental rights, giving the government rights over your children, which they indoctrinate with the woke ideology of 70-plus genders or mutilating their bodies to change their sex, and even exposing children to adult sexual fetishes like drag queen story time hours. And as our political class has for a long time acquiesced to their agenda, they have pushed our country to the brink of disaster, immorality, and into a shell of its former self with these America last policies. But more importantly, we started out as a nation that honored God, but now virtually everything these global elites and the left political class advocate is anti-God. And once you eject Christ out of the equation, you get the Antichrist. The enemy Satan steps up and fills that void. And America is now at such a juncture on the decline. Here's the strange thing. Most of our politicians continue conducting business as usual, neglecting the country and the people and our traditional values. But in 2016, something unusual happened. Donald Trump was elected and the country began to turn around. And Trump exposed all of this corruption of our leaders, sabotaging and selling out the country and hoodwinking the people. Yet Trump was different. He put America and the people first. He reached out to blacks and other minorities whom the Democrats are failing. He brought back jobs from overseas, put tariffs on corporations who built plants overseas, opened the pipelines, making us energy independent for the first time, negotiated trade deals that favored America's interests over countries like China, kept us out of wars, had sensible immigration policies closing our borders. He did not tinker with traditional values, but had a patriotic spirit, and he put global organizations in a secondary role, making them pay their fair share for America's resources and by not bowing to globalist elitist pressures for climate change, social justice, and by halting their authoritarian rule over us with mandates. And America and Americans 
prosper under Trump, who had ushered in a record-breaking economy. Before Trump, I didn't know there was a swamp, but after Trump, I can discern a clear contrast between him and the average politician in D.C. Because as president, he did not sell out the American people, but fought for us. And as he fought, the swamp and mainstream media hated and attacked him and his associates daily, even now trying to bring him prevent him from running for president again. And you have to ask yourself why. Why all the vitriol and hatred from the left, the media elites, Democrats, never Trump Republicans against this one man? I'll give you my take on it. It's because they know that Trump is not one of them. He's not an ordinary politician. He's a billionaire businessman who doesn't need the favor of bureaucrats or elites. And he fights to disrupt the corruption that has been plaguing our government and institutions for decades. He is the one that they are all afraid of because he is fighting to bring governance back to the people out of the hands of corrupt politicians and unelected global elites. So you may dislike Trump for his brash character and demeanor, but what's going on is bigger than that because he is fighting for you. Honestly, he is quite refreshing because unlike most of the people in politics who lie to your face just to get your vote, then forget about you, Trump did the opposite. He kept his promises and he's candid and transparent and says the things others dare not verbalize for fear of being canceled by a mob of trolls. Then there are those who say his tweets are mean, but Trump always punches up at the elites who attack him first and never punches down at the people. Trump is a fighter, and he has to be if he's going to survive the D.C. swamp. Because since he arrived there in 2016, everything came to a screeching halt, and every day has become all about get Donald Trump. Their aim is to demonize him, to make you hate him viscerally, and make you think he's Hitler reincarnated, when in fact he and his allies are patriots who are fighting for American ideals and values, and to keep America as the land of the free and the home of the brave. And until Trump, no one has been willing to take on the whole swamp, disrupt the cronyism and corrupt financial exchanges taking place in our politics, and reject the globalist anti-God agenda for the world. So yes, Trump is unorthodox and out of the box, but God always uses the most unlikely person for the most extraordinary task. He used Moses, a stutterer, to challenge and defeat Pharaoh. David, a teenage shepherd boy, to defeat the Philistine giant Goliath. And he used Trump because under Trump's leadership, despite all the attacks upon him, our country did flourish like never before. And what is obvious is that America is about to undergo some serious changes, either to the way of the elites as they turn it into a godless dystopian wasteland of serfdom where we fade out into oblivion, or the way of God, who is shaking America, exposing our transgressions, warning us to return to our Judeo-Christian roots. In the 2024 election, we must decide, do we want to elect just another junk politician to conduct business as usual and then watch America's continual downfall? Or a fearless leader who will take on the swamp, globalist elites, and their anti-God, anti-America agenda, and head the country in the direction designed by God and our Constitution. By all metrics, that has proven to be Donald Trump. 
So therefore, ignore the naysayers and the armchair pundits who are saying, elect a new generation or let's move forward. These are people who are vested in their own interests and not yours, and they know that any alternative to Trump is still just a politician who will have to follow Trump's playbook of America first. And they know that as long as Trump is in the game, the game is up for them, for he fights to win and to make America great again in the eyes of the nations, the world, and God. Against all odds, Trump began that work, and now it is time for him to complete it. In conclusion, our country is at a crossroad and pivotal point with the God of heaven as we cast off our godly heritage and spiral downward into immorality, being governed by our own self-will and man-made ideals. And it doesn't matter who we elect if we resist God, Jesus Christ. Because we must recognize that God does not bow to the demands and whims of men, but we must bow to his will and demands. Therefore, as a nation, we must repent of our sins and return to God, our creator, maker, and sovereign ruler of the universe, that he may restore his blessings upon this nation. And we must choose our leaders carefully and prayerfully, seeking leadership that will honor and bow to God's sovereign will alone. For it is the Lord Jesus Christ who exalts a nation and can truly make this country great again. So Lord, we pray that you send us leaders who will bow, honor, and worship you and your name alone. It's in Christ Jesus' name we pray. Amen.